All right, um, welcome back to another episode of Guns, Roses, and Spirituality. Um, today, we're going to sw- uh, s- switch up the topic a little bit, but not really, because it's all related anyways. Um, and it's about dreaming. And it's about, um, well, we're going to talk about our experiences with our dreams, but also, like, um, I want to tie the whole dreaming thing in with your thoughts and your vibration, and especially... Um, in relations to like Abraham Hicks teachings. So um, I've I, I just been having so, uh, so much, so many or so much epiphanies, so many epiphanies um, with my dreams, because like since a young kid, like um, ever since I discovered like lucid dreaming and whatnot, uh, and like kind of had more of a spiritual awakening, I've always wanted to do it, but I'm not, I'm not like one of these people who just like, like just have all these psychic astro out of body experiences or lucid dream experiences like you know just easily like um so, so yeah I, I so as far as that like I've always felt like a very regular person like I try so many times to lucid dream I just never really could do it like um but I just remember like um uh, when I was younger uh at some point I started to dream journal on on my attempt to lucid dream um and my dreams started to become very vivid and if you know anything about dreams this is nothing new but um I, I i was fascinated by the fact that every night i went to bed it would just be like i can expect to have like this really long like journey almost like a movie but way better like every single night and you know as like a 13 year old kid this is like the best thing in the world like first of all to have influence like that uh, on my dreams and stuff but whatever happened whatever happened, like, I just kind of stopped, and only recently, um, I kind of started again, but this time, I was much more inspired, and I'm at a much different point in my life, and, um, yeah, so I just want to make it clear that, you know, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm personally not, like, super dream psychic or anything, but Jasmine, like, what is your, I guess, like, intro, like, what is your beginnings to, like just dream journaling and your dream world and all that stuff? You know, I never took my dream seriously. And I think I had like the assumption that most people have that like, I took my dreams very literally. Like (laughs) if I, if I saw my crush, I was like, Oh my God, is he interested in me? Like I took, Mm -hmm. and I, I didn't really understand the importance Mm -hmm. of dreams on like how it could benefit me in my day-to-day life. Um, And I did want to mention that for the, it wasn't until recently I realized that in every single one of my dreams since I was a kid, I've always been in the background. I was never the main character in my dreams. And I, for me, the feeling was always like, I, as if I didn't belong, it almost felt like I'm sitting at lunch at a different table and watching all the popular and cool kids wishing like I could be part of that. So all of my dreams, like I just had this feeling that like, I'm not important enough. Um, and like, so other people would like dominate my dreams and things like that. And until I realized that now I'm starting to have a more central role finally in, in the sense that like, um, I don't feel intimidated by anyone. Like I can actually control my dreams and I'm making decisions in my dreams. So like last night I had a dream. Um, it was so hard. I, I tried to, um, write it down in my dream journal as soon as I woke up, but like the, 
the specific details got lost for me except like little points um but like I was in Florida for some reason um and like me and my brother and there's a lot of other people I forgot like who it was but like I was deciding where we're traveling to so it's just so nice that and I think it relates to my real life because now I see like it's okay for me to speak up it's okay for me to make decisions and I don't always have to stay in the background so it's it's so amazing how like the vibrational set point in real life is now being translated into my dreams. Wow. And I'm also starting to write a lot of intentions because I don't, I wasn't able to remember my dreams until I set the intention that like, right. right, when I, before I go to sleep, I say like, when I wake up, I want to help me remember the most important details. Right. Or like, I'll ask specific questions and sometimes it doesn't work, always work. Um, but the more I set those intentions, the more it's been happening. So that's very interesting. And like, how has your, how does your dreams feel? And, and how has that changed maybe uh, over time since, you know, you start to have these realizations? I have to admit, I've always had pretty neutral dreams. I think like I've had in total in my life, I maybe had like three nightmares or like someone was chasing me or like there was a monster or something like that. Yeah. But in general, it's pretty neutral. And like people are always having a good time around me. And that's the thing. I was always not directly part of it. And okay. now I'm starting. Okay. So it's just, yeah. Um, I have to admit, like nothing crazy goes on in my dreams. Like, okay. And yeah. how does that, um, has your, has your feeling in your dreams been improving or not? Like, for you- sure. Okay. Especially now that I feel more confident. Yeah. And the thing is like, and, and it was so, I'm so glad I realized that because I didn't realize, you know, I assumed I was confident in real life, yeah. but I am, I was more comfortable taking the background role. Right. And now it, it just helped me like the both, my both, both of my worlds have shifted with this realization. Like in my real life, I want to start taking a more active approach and in my yeah. dreams too. So it's yeah. just insane. Like how those two worlds are like so linked together. Yeah, I think that um, that's very perfect because like, that's like something I want to talk about, which is um, like, I was literally reading Abraham Hicks this morning um, and in the book, Ask and It's Given, there's a whole uh, section where it just talks about um, evaluating your dreams. And I guess what shocked me, not today, it didn't shock me today, but um, as I learned this when I first read it, um, Abraham Hicks um, says that your dreams, basically in your dream state, when you're dreaming, um, there's no time buffer and no resistance. So you clearly, um, you clearly get to see what vibrations you're offering. And um, Jasmine just gave, you just gave us a very good example of like how that can actually be very beneficial right? Like, cause that's a big deal. Like you realizing like, um, okay, sometimes I am kind of, uh, taking a backseat on things when in reality, I would like to, you know, be, um, not to not do that. Right. So, um, I don't really know your specific situation, but if kind of why I learned about Abraham Hicks and everything about dreaming and stuff is true, then, um, most likely, throughout your day, you, you, you somehow was activating maybe a little bit of that vibration of like, 
taking a back seat, right? And then because mm -hmm. of your dreams, you realized it. And then, you know, me and you, we both are very present and, and our awareness is pretty big. So like for us, just realizing that, okay, we, we activate a certain frequency, like it can very easily, like we can very easily probably release it and let it go, right? Like just, just mm -hmm. by realizing it, um, because for me, a lot of times, like, um, I don't really get, like, I don't really have any, like, strong emotional triggers in my life anymore, because, like, if, if I do, I'm very, I become very aware of it quickly and release it, right? So, for mm -hmm. me, nowadays, I'm noticing, okay, I still have a lot of programming within me, but it's all on such a subtle level. It's it, because it, it's just like these little things, these little uh, thinking habits that I've had um, just because I practiced it my whole life. Like, for example, like um, worrying about money, like every time you, you go to the grocery store, like I go to the grocery store or whatever, like constantly like think like analyzing if I'm going to be able to pay off or whatever. And it's like not a very strong emotional trigger, but it's like um, it's still like something very active within me. And I didn't even realize it. Um, so stuff like that specifically, but anyways, that's important. Um, so dreams are important because, um, in the physical world and in the dream world, we're always emitting a vibration. And so in our, in our physical world, there's a time buffer. So things take a little longer to manifest, um, it, or at least it doesn't usually manifest like immediately full blown in our face. So, but like there could be, there's a huge benef benefit to knowing exactly where your vibration is. So when you're in your dream state and when you're in your dream state, your vibration manifests instantly. So that is very powerful because now you instantly know where the fuck your vibration is at, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that is very powerful. And you're going to start seeing a direct correlation between the vibrations you're offering on a uh, daily basis and what is happening in your dreams. Mm -hmm. um, so your dream is literally like your reality, but um, on a much quicker scale. Um, but it's just a very good illustration of your vibration, uh, especially if you tune into the way that you feel while you're dreaming. And I think it's also so powerful and beautiful, like how, like for me in a dream, like for example, like the dream I had last night when we were traveling, like all of a sudden, like me and my brother are talking about it. And then the next scene in my dream, we're there. And I've just been in love with the whole process of like, wow, like this is how quick manifestations truly do happen. It's so yes, instant. Yes, and yes. it's just so powerful. And like, when you think about it in real life, like Yes, it might be slower, but it's the same idea. Like once you want something and once yeah. you want something to happen in a certain way, like it's already done in a sense. Right. You know, it just takes a little bit longer. Right. So um, number one is, yeah. So Abraham Hicks always talks about how like the moment you have a new desire, it instantly manifests in the energetic world. So dreams, you literally get to experience that. Right. So that's yeah. number one. Now you really realize, okay, like, there's something very vibrational happening, mm -hmm. you know, like 
this vibrational thing, it's, it's, it is actually there and it's automatic and it's quick. Um, and you kind of get a sense of that in your dreams a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. um, and number two, so, and so, yeah, as we come back to our reality, we realize, okay, um, like you said, like it doesn't, it doesn't our, in our physical reality, it doesn't mean we need to take, it takes a long time to manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that in our dreams, there's no resistance at all. It's just pure non-resistance versus in our living state, there's just a lot more resistance. So mm-hmm. there's a gap between um, what you're desiring and the manifestation of it, because there's a, there's, res- there's a layer of resistance. So if you get rid of that layer of resistance by, by releasing these uh, subtle, for us, subtle negative uh, attraction points we have, as well mm-hmm. as like getting more in alignment and whatever, like things come fast as fuck. Um, so in a way we're like already master manif- manifestors, at least in dream world. So oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course. You can just apply that to reality. So, yeah, so this is the next level. So um, here's an analogy, this kind of random, but I just kind of feel inspired to say this. Here's mm-hmm. an analogy that Abraham Hicks uh, <clears throat> talked about in one of their uh, 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 you know, uh, sessions or whatever. Um, so imagine, okay, you take, Imagine that you are, uh, that you have like a bunch of Play-Doh of different colors and you just put them on a table <clears throat> of all different colors. And then you gather around uh, four or five of your um, cousin, your little cousins and just like, like kids, like who are like, I don't know, like three, four or five years old, right? Um, you gather them around this table and then you say to them, do not touch the Play-Doh. You cannot do anything. Just stay there and watch me as I play with this Play-Doh. And you just start playing with the Play-Doh and the, kid, and the kids are just literally, you know, they're forced to only watch. They can't touch this Play-Doh. <laughs> what is gonna happen? What, what do you think the kids are gonna be feeling? They're gonna be like fidgety, right? They're probably gonna be like dying to fucking play with the Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. So this is why we, Abraham Hicks said, this is why we are physical beings. Like we are, um, if we were, we're, inf- we're non-physical infinite beings, but we chose this experience because we like that. We like to play in a Play-Doh, right? Like this is what we are truly wanting. Like we want to be, we're eager to be in that experience, to have a hands-on experience, right? Mm-hmm. Not just, we don't want to watch someone else play the Play-Doh, like, you know, play with the Play-Doh. We want ourselves to get our hands dirty. We want to roll in the mud. We want to play in the sand. Like we want to fucking... You know, like, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Absolutely. Right. We're so, here to create. And we're constantly creating. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, well, it, it, we, just, we just want to be involved. Like, we're like the kids. We're literally like the kids who want to play in the Play-Doh. And this is this physical manifestation, this reality. It's just us um, wanting to play in the Play-Doh, right? Like, think about that. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, we were probably before this life, we were probably like, um, you know, like just like in our dream state, it, whatever we think about, we can have instantly before this life. Like it's not, it's not about like, you know, like, oh, like before this life, like we were like vibrational peasants or something like, <laughs> you know, like we just came from hell or something like um came from we came from a place of you know already being able to have what we want and we chose to have this 
leading edge experience like think about that makes me appreciate this life so much like we get to like do whatever like this is such a physical experience it's so wonderful like you know Mm -hmm. like you get to hug your mom you get to hug your friends you get to do acid with your friends like (laughs) think about how awesome that is like you get to hug a tree you get to you know like um we we get to do this podcast together you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's just like beautiful um anyways um definitely yeah uh, do you want to talk about how your dreams have been lately like any changes you've noticed yeah 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 I just want to make sure um that I um just kind of communicate all the tools Mm -hmm. all the the useful practical stuff um, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk about my, um, my experience with my dreams real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I think that if, if you are not like high vibrational yet, um, if you are like kind of, if you have a lot of scattered frequencies all over the place, um, things might be extra weird for you. For you. Um, things might be more, a little bit more confusing. But when, when you are at the point where you're just like predominantly happy and whatnot, um, your dreams can become, I don't know, just much clearer, like, and you have just a much better effect. And uh, I have something to say. Um, oh, Abraham Hicks was also talking about how uh, when you're finally able to, lo- there's no difference between full lucid dreaming, like, you know, like fully being lo- lucid dreaming, which I haven't experienced yet, um, or, you know, f- having a full out-of-body experience. And I'm not talking about the times, or some people, you know, they talk about having very negative experiences. Um, I'm talking about when you have full deliberate control over your lucid dreams and your um, uh, out-of-body experiences. When that happens, there's no, dif- there's no difference between having a lucid dream and being in full alignment with source. Does that make sense? Whoa. I got to marinate that for a sec. There's yes. no difference between lucid dream and, full and being alignment. in alignment. Full alignment with source. Can you explain that a little bit more as best you can? I, yeah, I, full, I, I don't, I, I'm not like an expert on this. This is just what yeah. Abraham Hicks said. And because like, if you think about it, like when you're dreaming, you're in a non, non-resistant state anyways, right? First oh, of all, okay. first of all, first of all, but... But, but think about it in, in terms of um, Abraham Hicks said lucid dreaming is not like the proper term. It's more deliberate dreaming. That's more the proper term. And, mm. and, and, and you know, just like in this reality, like we want to become more deliberate. Like that's kind of like, it's delicious to be deliberate. And so when you are deliberately dreaming, I don't know. It just you're just and think about it. Like anything you, it's it's just full alignment, you know. And so part of that is whatever you think manifests. But I don't know. Like <laughs> just I I'm just not gonna re- over talk that. <laughs> like yeah. I just realized it's crazy that like behind everything we experience, there's always the back layer of awareness. Even when we're dreaming, as soon as we're aware that we're dreaming, that's technically lucid dreaming. 
and like in our day to day, like when we're meditating, we're aware of our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions. So yeah, yeah. Just, wow, there's always that extra layer of awareness. Yeah. So um, a lot of the enlightenment philosophies is um, <clears throat> becoming more aware of the dreamer and what's beyond the dreamer um, and all that. I'm not going to get into that stuff because that's a rabbit hole that I'm not diving down anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, like we are in a dream as well. Like right now we're in a dream. It's just a more crystallized dream. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, it is cool though, to be able to like control your dreams. I love when I get those moments. It's usually like kind of earlier in the morning for me. Um, oh, when you're like, like kind of half awake. Yeah, but yeah, you, you still get to, uh, I love those damn. moments. I, I forgot about those. I haven't done that for a while. Um, but yeah, like, I think what, man, that just inspired me because what I want to start doing is um, going to bed and then, like, waking up a little earlier and then, like, going back to bed. Because usually that's when, that's when I, like, really can have, like, much more. Yeah. So for a while, I used to set my alarm for like 3.30 in the morning just yeah. to wake me up and then go back. So I, my yeah. intention was to meditate at that time, yeah. but then I'd naturally just go back to sleep. Um, and like, that's when like, I remember my dreams the most. That literally happened to me today. Like I literally woke up at like, it was literally like 3, 3 a.m. Um, and I meditated for like 20, 30 minutes and fell back to sleep and had a very positive, very positive dream. Like that's literally happened to me today mm -hmm. by accident. And I have a question for you, Andy. Um, yeah. So do you think there's any, any techniques or like tips to help people raise their vibration, like in a dream world first and then the reality, Like, can they start playing around with the dream world to raise their vibration and have that affect reality or maybe like, or should it go the other way around? Like try to yeah. be in alignment in your day to day and you'll see your dreams. Damn, that's a good ass question. Um, I'm not kind of like the chicken and the egg, like which one? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, hold on, hold on. I just read something about this. Uh, on the yeah. Thing. Well, if you if you have a good dream, well, bro, yeah, it is a chicken of egg. But like, if you have a good dream, you can keep thinking about it. Just like how you can reactivate a memory from the past. And um, here's a story. Here's a story from this uh this book. Mm -hmm. Um. Esther and Jerry, who are, um, they, they work together, uh, they channel Abraham Hicks. Um, so Esther's the female and Jerry's the, the, the male. So before they uh, were a couple, um, they were involved in a business uh, enterprise, but they weren't romantic at all because they, they, they kind of like, at the time, you know, they just didn't let themselves, I guess, like, I guess, open up to that, you know, it was normal. Mm -hmm. um, one night, Esther dreamed that Jerry kneeled by her bedside and kissed her on the cheek very much like the very tales that she had heard as a child. And when he touched her on the face with his lips, an extraordinary feeling began surging through her, a feeling of exhilaration, a feeling that all was well, a feeling beyond description. It was a feeling that she never exper had experienced, asleep or otherwise. And when she awakened, she could not stop thinking about that dream and she could never again think of Jerry in the same way she did before her dream. This dream let her uh, left a feeling in her that she had not known before. It was so delicious that she tried to dream it again, again and again, and she was not able to dream it. 
then she would just try to remember it. She would, she wanted to recapture the feeling of that dream and that vibration was the catalyst that brought them together. Wow. That dream brought them together. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> just give me one second. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just so interesting with dreams. Like, as I mentioned before, I used to take dreams very literal, but I've been trying to open myself up more to just allow any messages to come to me. Right. And that all, uh, all goes back to uh, intentions, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say realize, <clears throat> realize that your dreams, um, most of the time, I mean, they're just a manifestation of the vibrations you have active within you. Um, and then use that as a map to try to change your vibration. But once you start changing your vibration and your dreams start feeling good, then it's like it can be like a cycle. And then you can remember your dreams and feel good mm-hmm. about it and whatever. Um, so... So yeah, dreams is a very useful tool for raising your vibration. Mm-hmm. It helps you understand your vibration. Um, and I would say like, even if you can't remember your dream, like for me, I always kind of remember the feeling of dreams. So like, yeah, I'll even that's very that important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like, exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like the dream, feelings will become very clear and um, mm-hmm. keep track of that feeling. Um, and also, like, what you're thinking, what are you thinking of before you fall asleep? You know, that's very important. Um, like, that will, that will most likely um, come to your dreams as well. Um, something, something I wanted to say. So exploring your dream world is very important because, um, well, not very important. It's just that I was reading Seth Speaks and your dream world, exploring your dream world is very close to exploring the afterlife because you're exploring the non-physical and so as infinite beings you know nothing is off limits for us so that is a very that's a possibility to you know because like like we are not restricted to this at all like to this life at all like we can explore afterlife that there's just so much available to us and there's it's actually a benefit for us to to explore the um, dream world, to, to explore the non-physical, because um, I believe that we're here. Well, something I'm passionate about is integrating enlightenment into this experience, meaning that a lot of times we feel like uh, we're having this limited physical experience and like, I can't wait to get out or whatever. But I feel like the truth is we are already, you know, full infinite enlightened beings. And we chose to be here, not the other way around. And when you learn how to master your thoughts, when you learn how to um, yeah, when you learn how to explore an, another reality, another dimension outside of this physical world, you know, like when you when you can access, you know, like certain levels of enlightened state and you realize it's all possible, you still have all these choices, then I think you'll fall in love with your experience that you're having now even more. You can start realizing that this experience that we're having is just truly magical and you truly want to be here. So, so when you explore other worlds or whatever, 
or if you reach certain levels of, of enlightenment, I think that it shouldn't make you move away from this um, experience, that this physical experience, that that you can integrate it and that it will enhance this physical experience that you want to be a part of, that you want to experience. Mm-hmm. So as far as like how to apply everything is um, if you would like to, if you feel inspired to, to start journaling your dreams, literally either have a notebook or I write it on my phone first thing in the morning. Um, and so set the intention at night um, to, to dream, to have clear communication with your inner being or or to recall your dreams or whatever. And in the morning, first thing you do is you jot down your dream, just take some time. And even if it's a little murky, just do your best and it will pick up, it'll pick up and it'll pick, pick up steam very fast. And it'll, it'll, be, it'll be really exciting. I, I get excited to take naps because I have like crazy dreams during naps too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And for me, instead of uh, uh, writing it down, because um, I, I use my note, my notes app on my phone and just like record myself talking. And like, it's so awesome. Cause even this morning, I, it's so hard for me to actually describe the specific details. Yeah. But like, as soon as I talk about it, I yeah. sort of got the next time I go read it, I remember the vision in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just have to record it and like, I, right. it'll come back to you. Right. Last thing I want to say is when you are, um, what, what feelings and what you, um, experience in your dreams, um, more and more, I'm starting to realize they are a direct reflection of your vibration, like we've been talking about. So if you have a negative dream, so I've been, I, ha- I haven't had, like most of my life, I've been having like slightly negative dreams. Like sli- all my dreams felt like neutral, but slightly dark, just slightly, like just very slightly. Um, and I didn't know why, but then I found out why. And then um, now my dreams are all positive. Um, and it all has to do with your attraction points. So um be very real with yourself. So if you're having a dream that feels negative or if it's not really positive or whatever, like um, continue to um, explore and adjust and play with it. And um, yeah. And just yeah, be real with yourself. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. if you want to start dream journaling and setting some intentions before you go to bed, I'll be great and let your dreams be um, just a great way to uh, explore your vibration and, and, and much more. It's much more like it's just, it's just really fun. Like at the end of the day, it's super fun, you know, it is. Mm-hmm. right. But there's also very uh, practical elements to it. So, yeah, I'm very glad we talked about this. <laughs> I, I swear I have so much to say about this topic, like even my theories and stuff like that. But maybe that'll be like another episode. Yeah, we'll do more episodes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please subscribe. Um, and also please help us share it with um, anyone you know who needs to wake up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Literally wake up. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Yep. Bye.